0: Coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California, promoting peace, healthy living and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host
1: Barbara Gahn-Mueller.
0: Hello, this is Barbara Gahn-Mueller. Welcome to Peace Podcast, Peace Podcast focusing on health peace and happy living. Imagine if you could be at your peak performance every single day, or if you could just remember that you are born for a purpose bigger than you ever thought, then you're ready for this peace podcast. Because today we are interviewing Marilyn King. I was reading her website and it kept coming up. this wonderful words, exceptional human performance. Don't we all wanna have exceptional human performance? Marilyn King, welcome.
1: Thank you so much. Yes, of course we do. It's, it's, you know, we all just, you know, want those moments. And when you watch the Olympic games, you know, why people get so emotional. Is because there it is, just person after person, after after athlete after athlete, just having sacrificed everything so that they could have that moment. And whether it's winning a gold medal or just being able to participate in the Olympic Games, you know, is, that was my highest aspiration, just to be an Olympian. So, yes, I think it's something we all want to feel like I did it.
0: We're talking to Marilyn King, a two-time Olympian, not one time, but two times. And um, this exceptional human performance is an amazing trick that she has been teaching people. And I'm not sure it's a trick or if it's a mindset. I'm Barbara gonmuller and I welcome you to the next 15 minutes. I think you're in for a ride, a ride to your own destiny, a ride that will help you understand that everything you do can be at the best you can make it. Marilyn, let's start with this. Now, I know people are upset right now with the, Um, virus that's plaguing us as a planet. But I have this feeling, Marilyn, that world peace is going to break out instead of wars, that people are going to have to work together to bring the peace that we deserve as humans on this beautiful planet called Earth. So Marilyn, let's start with you. What do I have to do to have some peak performance and some human exceptional behavior every moment of my life?
1: Well, I'd like to build on, on what you said in terms of your introduction about people's mindset right now. Right. And that's basically what I've been teaching. I had an experience in training for my third Olympic team in which I couldn't train for seven months in the pentathlon, five track and field events. Uh, and uh, all I did was watch films and envision. And uh, then I placed second at the Olympic trials for my third Olympic team without physical training. So I became an expert uh, in the field of exceptional human performance and basically teach mindset. So the mindset right now that's out there is certainly, you know, fear and angst and concern. Um, I certainly have that for the reasons that other people do, but uh, like you, Barbara, I have had the privilege for the last 35 years of being around people who've been working globally and systemically for change. And you and I both know people who've been responsible for stabilizing the population. We're not going to have 20 billion people. We're going to have 10 in 2050. And of course, a catastrophe can happen. But people who've been focused at the United Nations, like your husband, on ending hunger, housing the people of the world. And for me, while I have the concerns that we all have at this moment, it's almost like in secret, I'm being uh, secretly ecstatic because we are in the midst of global systemic change. And we have been in all of these different areas, thanks to people you know coming along now more recent, like Greta Thunberg, where one child sitting outside with a handmade sign has now mobilized young people around the world around something we all care about. So global systemic change is something that people you and I know of have been working on in very specific areas. And because we know about this area and we know about how long it has taken for the environment to come to awareness, or how long it has taken, you know, economic equity, all of these things. So, right now, we are experiencing a global systemic change. Everyone on the planet is adjusting, and some not so well, some better than others, some are leading, some are lagging behind, or they're not who you would really like on your team. But nonetheless, The shift is on and we are now having an experience, not unlike World War II, when war broke out and they shipped all the men off, right? What happened in this country? You know, the women went into the factories, the women went, you know, all of that. And then who was in the grocery store? Who was there? There was no game plan for it, right? Everybody just we had to fix the airplane while it was in the air. And that's what we're doing now. And that's what we're doing on the planet in all of these different ways. And what a
0: fabulous summary. Fix the oh. airplane while it's in the air. I feel like we're fixing this virus as we're living through it. And well, you that's know exactly what I mean.
1: That's what I'm talking about. There's
0: something happening which. I, I have to agree with you on this happiness. I'm really sad that we have a virus, that we couldn't have learned how to get along together and collaborate and make the world a better place without the virus. But the virus has definitely stopped us in our tracks. And sometimes when you're stopped in the tracks, you have to reevaluate where you're going, what you've done, and how we can all get there through peace. Yesterday, I was talking to a wonderful friend of mine and, I, and she just said, what if world peace broke out? on planet earth instead of wars? What if we had to be at peace so that we could all focus on working on this epidemic that we are looking at? So how would you suggest we keep our healthy living? You're an Olympian. I know, you know, your Olympian minute, the Olympic minute. Hope we have a minute for that. Got me through my new knee. I tell you, I trained like an Olympian to go have my new knee in the doctor, when he was done with the surgery, said, beautiful, beautiful operation. Well, I had prepared myself the best I could being exercised and healthy and eating right and doing everything I could. And it was like something out of another world that it was so easy. So tell me about that. How do we prepare ourselves for healthy living when we have this virus?
1: Well, I want to go back to something you said, because mindset, is, it is not just extremely important, it is, you know, kind of a taproot and rock bottom. And there's a mistake that is, that most people labor under right now. And they ask the question, like, what if peace broke out? So unfortunately, in the mind, it it presupposes people to think that we don't have peace now. And that is not the case. As your husband well knew, you know, and the ways the things that he taught. Uh, all of the time. I have a slide that is just lists and lists of all of the ways that there is global cooperation. Right?
0: Right, good, less,
1: From bless the, you. Eradica- uh, eradication, um, you know, airplanes and flight and communicate, I mean, there are people all over the world communicate in so many incredible ways. And there is there is non-peace in specific areas. But most people get up in the morning, and they stop at the stop sign, they stand in line at the grocery store, they help someone who drops something. We live in a degree, I have five degrees of peace, and it's like there's non-peace, barely peace, basic peace, relative peace, which is where we live, and then what I call sweet peace, which is where we wanna go. But um, it is not helpful in people's minds if they think that peace is something that we might have in the future. It does not allow people to see the peace that is. When you can see the peace that is every day, then you also see the things that are non peace that we need to work on.
0: Boy, I couldn't agree with you more. I interviewed 65 of the peacemakers for the World Peace Conference 2016. And what was the first question I said? What does peace mean to you? And every single one of them said, peace begins with me and starts inside. So if we are at peace inside, then I think the next step is to, as you said, collaborate, synthesize, and work together to bring that peace to our planet. And I loved your five different ways that peace is on our planet. And I keep interviewing people who are bringing peace, happiness and healthy living. And it is that mental attitude that keeps us going. So I promised everyone that I were going to give you a moment to talk about that Olympic mind and that Olympic minute. Can you talk a little about that?
1: Well, I also want to suggest to you that, um, uh, what was it that you just said in terms of- uh, Synthesizing peace cooperation. Beginning within.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Peace begins with me.
1: It, in my opinion, it is a misnomer for people to believe that we all have to have peace within before we can have peace in the world. I have neighbors who are very disturbing and disturbed in lots of ways, and yet they stop at the stop sign, you know, they participate in or whatever. They don't have peace within, and yet they are still behaving to a large degree in the world in a peaceful manner. It's not that it's not important, or wouldn't it be good if... But do not presuppose that we have to have peace within everybody before we can have peace in the world. It's not the strategy that I think is being successful. That is
0: such a hopeful statement. I love what you just now said. I've never heard it put like that. Now, you do these This is Olympic
1: thinking. Everything I'm responding to you, you're wanting to share mindset with people. Right. So when I hear you say something, what I'm doing is I am kind of weaving through what you just said, the Olympic mindset.
0: The Olympic mindset, talk about that a little bit, the Olympic mindset. For me, it was something you said in the Visioneer meeting that we had in Santa Barbara. You said, an Olympian doesn't say one day I'm going to be an Olympian. He gets up, she gets up, and they prepare to be an Olympian. And I think that is the key to this, where we are today to prepare for the peace that we think is going to come to us. But talk about that Olympic mindset and that minute that prepares
1: us. Yeah, so there is, I mean, I went from thinking I'd be really happy just to go to the national championships on a relay team. And then someone I beat was invited to go to the Olympic training camp. And my brain said, I'm better than she is. If they think she can be in the Olympics, that means I could be in the Olympics. So the Olympic mindset, neuroscientists now have language for what I teach, which is called cognitive dissonance. And people misunderstand and uh, do and and They are not understanding the power of cognitive dissonance. and and here's what it is. So here's Marilyn over here. I'm hoping to go to the national. Someone beats me, and I'm thinking, If they think she can go, that means I could go to the Olympics. This is about as far away from this, how I think of myself. But because I couldn't let go of this idea, the mind tries to bridge that big gap. So it's like, wow, if I'm going to go to the Olympics, I have to leave New York and go to California. I have to get a better job. I have to find out who my brain gave me new thoughts that led to new behaviors. I had the same thing on the International Day of Peace when it occurred to me, We could see peace in my lifetime if people used Olympian thinking about peace.
0: Wow. Um, You remind me of my first husband who got the man on the moon by that kind of thinking. Exactly. You absolutely have to think about what it is that's going to make that a possibility. And they use yellow stickies. They had walls of stickies. And yep. every time they accomplished something, they didn't take it off, they crossed right. it off. So they knew that they had done so much. That's There's right. something about this, Marilyn, that if we can just do what you just now said, I think we'll get to that healthy living, happiness, and peace. Yep. For ourselves. You know,
1: a lot of people who, you know, they're just really concerned about, you know, their body weight. My mother used to get up and say, Oh, I'm so afraid I'm gonna see 160 pounds on the skate. <laughs> and I said, Mom, and I made her a three by five card, and it says I easily maintain my ideal body weight. When you put that in your mind every day, just like I could be in the Olympics, I woke up every day with I could be in the Olympics and made sure everything I did that day had to do less of those things, more of these things, and keep doing these things. So I talk about begin your day the Olympian way, and all that means is every morning, envision your gold, not a -A G-O-A-L, your G-O-L-D.
0: Wow, envision your G-O-L-D. My friend, Sig Watney's dad was in the Olympics. He was a Olympian in the soccer team and he was called the bear. And every day he woke up and he thought he was going to be the best goalie there ever was. And they were, they came in second and he got the bronze medal. How many times we think about Olympians and then their mindset. I don't think we think like that. That's why you're so important for our planet to bring in that mind, that, And and Bernie Siegel, who I talk to all the time, says, if you want to cure your cancer, imagine yourself in the future, living long enough to go to your grandchildren's weddings, yourself. Oh, there's so many reasons why the mind is the most powerful tool we own. It is. I just cannot thank you enough. You know, we have a few more minutes. Would you like to share your dream for our planet, please?
1: Yeah, um, actually, I have a picture of it and I'm going to hold it up. You won't be able to, you know, do the detail of it. But because I believe that we could see peace in my lifetime, uh-huh. the evolution of peace, I have um, helped create the alumni network of Olympians worldwide as messengers. We can de- deliver the methodology of Olympian thinking to adolescents and give them a bronze medal when they do it personally, a silver medal when they do it in their neighborhood, and give them a gold when they hook up with a global um, initiative that they care about. And in order to teach it to kids, you teach it to teachers, you engage their parents and the community in supporting them. And then we hook them up with each other electronically around the world and on the International Day of Peace. Olympians September in
0: country, 21 is the International Day so of on
1: Peace. On the International Day of Peace every year, imagine Olympians either virtually, by video, or in their neighborhood, giving kids bronze, silver, and gold medals uh as we um so for me that's what i call the olympian inspired peace team it's an olympian
0: inspired peace team brought to you by marilyn king and my late husband robert Mueller and maven madison who you know i'm sure they created that in 1983 that international day of peace a small little idea that's why i want people to be thinking of that small little idea and how maybe you can be the beginning of something gigantic like now we have the International Day of Peace on every calendar.
1: Well, it's in 153 countries and sometimes half a million people show up.
0: I love it. I love it. I just cannot tell you how grateful I am for your just the phraseology, Olympic thinking. We all can have it. We all can participate in human performance that outspends and out outspends, that outdistances anybody on this planet. It's because we, we, with our own mind and thoughts can change this planet. God bless you, Marilyn.
1: And you know, it's in each and every one of us, there are times when everyone has set their mind to something. Right. Oh, that made me mad. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And in that moment, something they were passionate about, they started to think differently and they moved into action. That is the Olympian thinking framework. And this is exactly what I teach. Passion powered, vision guided, and action oriented. People everywhere care about peace, but how they think is poorly informed and misinformed. And so their behaviors can't be effective. So wow. the place that Olympians worldwide will be assisting people to think like Olympians about peace.
0: Now, how can we find out more about all these fabulous frameworks that you've just shared with us? Yeah. What's your website?
1: Way Beyond Sports. It used to be Beyond Sports, because I don't care about athletics. So it was Beyond Sports. But when I met Avon Madison and got involved with the International Day of Peace and this project showed up, um, I changed my website to waybeyondsports.com.
0: Waybeyondsports.com. You are listening to Olympian, two-time Olympian, Marilyn King. I am so delighted that we had this 15-minute podcast. You know, peace is part of our life as Marilyn said so eloquently in the beginning of our podcast. And with each of us thinking peace is possible, and and as Marilyn said, you may not be on the peace path, but you stop at a stop sign. So honor those people who are showing that they know that rule's work and that they can be part of our planet's history and our future. So Marilyn, without further ado, I am so delighted that you were here. We can watch Marilyn again on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Sound. She's all over the internet. Just go on her website. Let's repeat your website.
1: Well, I want to leave people with one thought. That's just a little twist on what you said. And again, the peace is possible puts us in a mindset that it doesn't exist. So the question that I asked when I had my aha. As I looked outside and I thought, well, what will it look like when peace exists? It's like, well, it'll look like that, and it'll look like that. And, then, and I just started to notice peace is everywhere. So start to notice the peace that is, and then do what you can to increase the peace.
0: Isn't that a beautiful saying? Start to notice the peace that is. Robert always said that peace was already with us, but we aren't paying attention.
1: That's why he and I I resonated. Wow. That's exactly why, because he understands, and I teach from that place, but he knew it. He, was, he lived it. He was it. Well,
0: I can hardly wait to take one of your seminars. This right. Olympian mindset that you have for exceptional human performance is something that we all need. But I really, really appreciate you reminding me that peace is already with us. Look at our plants, our flowers. Look at nature. Look at some of the people in our lives. We resonate peace. If we are looking for it, we'll find it.
1: Look how people cooperate. Look at all the ways that people cooperate. Right. So notice the peace that is and do what you can to increase the peace.
0: It's so absolutely beautiful. Are we not fortunate that we have Marilyn King on planet Earth to remind us that peace is possible? Bless you, and this is Barbara Gondemuller thanking you for joining us on Peace Podcast and join us each week. And what is that you're holding up?
1: Carry the torch for peace. <laughs>
0: This is <laughs> torch. Carry the torch for peace. God bless you. This is Barbara Mueller saying thank you and Merlin King. Bye for now.